Welcome to the Call to Serve podcast. An inside look at missionary service and its lifelong impact. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Call to Serve podcast. I'm Nathan, the host, and I'm here with Taylor Huffman. She is tuning in live from Kaysville, Utah, and she is getting prepped to serve. Um, she leaves in like just barely over two weeks, and um, she's going to Italy. She's going to Milan, Italy, and that's Italian speaking, right? Yes, it I would is. Assume. Okay, cool. Yeah. So cool. Well, Taylor, welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm very good. How about yourself? Doing great. Doing great. Living the dream, as I like to say. Um, <laughs> but yeah, thanks for taking the time and coming on the show and sharing your story. And uh, we're excited to to hear from you. So without further ado, let's let's get into it. So what is your story? What, what led you to decide to serve a mission? What's your why? Well, um, it always wasn't my idea to serve a mission. I feel like most people start out that way. <laughs> Um, I have two older brothers and one of them's currently serving in California right now. And so he kind of helped me a little bit, but I mean, I don't know, it's different when other people are on missions, but mm -hmm. I served a humanitarian trip in the Dominican Republic for five months, um, teaching cute little kids English there. And I learned that Christ and each of us enables us to talk to anybody, no matter our locations. And so it just made me want to share my testimony about Jesus Christ. And it was so easy to talk to people, especially down there. Um, and it's how I connected to so many of the locals. I just wanted to do it for longer and have that be my purpose instead of teaching the cute kids. <laughs> That's really cool. That's really cool. And, I, and you said something that kind of caught my attention is just about how the, the how Christ can can enable us to speak with anyone or, you know, to yeah. communicate with anyone. And I think that's, that's an important point to, to remember. Um, you know, obviously we, we realize that the atonement of Christ is, you know, oh, okay, that's definitely for the things we do wrong, definitely for our sins, but there's so much more that it's for as well. You know, I think yeah. at least I speaking for myself, I can't speak for everyone, but I definitely tend to overlook the enabling power of the atonement of Christ. And I think that is something that missionaries especially take advantage of is just realizing, I mean, not, not all missionaries do, don't get, don't get me wrong, but as a missionary, you have a huge opportunity to take advantage of that. Yeah. For the sure. enabling, yeah. The enabling power, like kind of like what you're, you're sharing. That was, that was, that was great. Thank you. Um, what have been some other things you've been doing to, to prepare for the mission? To prepare, um, I have started studying the language. I'm actually Italian. My family's Italian, but my grandfather's dad, so my great-grandpa, was the last one to know Italian in my family because mm -hmm. we moved to, to New York, and we were taught we're Americans, and so we speak English only. And so my grandpa only knows a little bit of Italian, so it's really neat to be able to have the opportunity to relearn it, to be the first one in my family. So I'm studying the language a lot and I've used the app Embark. I don't know if you've mm -hmm. heard about that, but yeah, yeah, that's yeah. A good one. So I've used that a lot. And um, so that's been a huge thing I've been working on. And I have talked to my brother a lot because he's serving right now. And a, a lot of times have changed, a lot of things have changed with time from when my oldest brother had served previously to now with being able a lot more on social media and things like that, which is why mm -hmm. your podcast is so great too. Just on social media, sharing Christ over the internet 
but yeah, so those are some things <laughs> I've worked on. That's really cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I think that's that's great. You know, mission prep is is really important. And I think it's also good to remember too that like, you know, we can we can do all we can to prep before the mission, but really you never know exactly what you're gonna face on the mission. I mean, you can kind of like like I said, you can kind of prepare all you can with what you know. Mm-hmm. You do like, you know, what we're counseled to do, but God's, you know, God's going to be there. And the best, the best mission prep you can, you can do is just to be worthy of the spirit and learn how to hear him. Yes. Attending the temple has been another huge thing that I've been trying to do. I received my endowments pretty early on because I got my call for Italy. You have to have your call for at least six months before you can go. They're just very strict about their visas that way. So Mm -hmm. I was able to know where I was serving and able to go through the temple. So I've been able to go back multiple times as well. So that's been a huge thing, just serving in the house of the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, you know, I, I interview a lot of people on the podcast and that's, that's one thing that a lot of people do do talk about is just the power of the temple being in God's house, taking part in those ordinances and just learning all you can. Yeah. Especially because not a lot of missionaries have the opportunity to go to the temple on their missions so you have to kind of just get thrown into it if you don't if you're not able to go many times before your mission yeah exactly exactly that's a good good point um i'm kind of going back to your to your story about you know you said you went to the the dr and and you learned some things after you i guess realized that you you were like okay yeah i'm going to serve a mission you know i want to do this long term what did that kind of look like was that like an instantaneous decision was just like boom I'm gonna go or was it like yeah maybe like I I love this but do I love it enough to do long term or was it just like yeah let's just do it it definitely was not instant at all um I was living with 24 girls at the time because it was a pretty big humanitarian trip Mm -hmm. and um a couple of them are returned missionaries so I talked to them a lot about serving a mission because I also thought I could do maybe another humanitarian trip this way and Um, A mission wasn't always on my mind, but one of the things that one of my friends, her name's Emmy, that she told me was, um, you're going out for 18 months, you're leaving your family, and it'll probably be hard, you're leaving your family for 18 months, but you're leaving your family so you can bring other families together for eternity. And that sentence is what made my, my mind switch. That was the instant where it was a yes. And I was like, I, why would I not go out and travel and spread this wonderful gospel and I can bring families together for eternity? Why would I not want to share this wonderful truth? So that's where it became a, yeah. That's cool. That's, you know, if I had to put it in a certain way, I'd say that sounds like that is your why. Yeah. For serving. That's beautiful. That's great. And you know, that, that I just love that concept of finding your why. I don't know. I'm just obsessed with it. I, ever since I was about a year into my mission, um, when I found my why for serving or like kind of rediscovered it is ever since then, I've just been super passionate about, you know, knowing why you're doing what you're doing because it just gives so much more power to it. Yeah, it's very true. What was your why? So it was similar. It was actually really similar. Um, and those that have listened to the, actually the very first podcast and this, um, on the show, um, know the story, but I was serving in El Paso, Texas, and um, we were, you know, we were working super hard. We were being doing our best to be obedient, and nothing, nothing was happening. And um, 
it's easy to get discouraged, you know, when that happens, but, and that, and that's exactly what Satan wants. But, um, after, you know, doing some soul searching and like, you know, why, why am I really out here? You know, like, like I'm not out here just to like baptize, although baptism is in the missionary purpose. So that's obviously one reason why I'm out here, but like, you know, why, why, why actually am I here? And, um, after some, some more just searching and personal study, I eventually came across the talk from President Nelson, one of his first addresses, I believe, um, when he talked about um, the fire in Paradise, California, where he poses the question, where is my family? Or like, where is your family? And it's just like, that's that's what it is. You know, that, that, that was my why is like, just because to bring families together, you know, I don't, I don't want I don't think anyone should have have to have the experience of getting to the other side and not being able to see their family. Like that's just, that's just not, not a pleasant experience. And, um, I, that was, that was pretty much my why. And after that, I, I tell people, I was like Daffy Duck kind of just like bouncing off the walls. Like, you know, I don't know if you've seen Looney Tunes, but just super energetic. Like it's once you know your why it's hard to get you down. Like it's, it's hard to, to lose that energy because you're just so motivated. You don't need, you don't really need motivation because you just, you got it all the time. Yeah. It's true. That's really cool. So, so yeah, that's, that's kind of my why. So it's similar, but I, I'm, and I talked to a lot of term missionaries and that's like, you know, either you have a reason for going on a mission, but the reason for, for staying on the mission is different. And everyone yeah. comes at a point where they got to figure that out. Um, and it's just beautiful just to hear how that is. And, and, it, and it really just applies to, to life in general afterwards as well, because like, you know, you got to think, okay, why am I still a member of the church? You know, there's, the world would tell me there's a bajillion reasons to not be, but like none of them are very good. <laughs> like they don't lead to good things. So, yes. but, but yes. you still have to find out for yourself. What's your why for doing what you're doing? Because life's not easy and that's just how it is. But, but I just, I, I just think I see a lot of parallels, you know, between the mission and, and, and um, just life after the mission. Just life. Yeah, yeah, of course. And I think it's meant to be that way. Yes, I do too. It definitely sets you up for, or even during your life, looking back on your mission, you can think about those whys and it'll help you out because over time they're, they're going to fade a little bit because you're not on that strict routine of going and helping other people. But now it's kind of focusing on helping yourself more when you come back from your mission. And it's kind of hard for missionaries to accept that it's you helping you instead of go, go, go all the time. And so that's also really important to just remember your whys. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, and that's a good, a good point because it's, it's so true. I, I, I joke about this too, just that, you know, God takes young adults when they're, they're at the most self or like not just young adults, but just people in general, when they're at the most self-centered time of their life. And he has them turn completely inside out where they look outside, get outside themselves as much as they can. But, but then you get back from the mission and you have to make sure you still find opportunities to serve. You have to still do those things because if you don't, it is just toxic. It's a very, very good word for it. It's toxic. <laughs> yeah. So, and just kind of on this discussion, um, I actually just finished writing a book on this subject. Actually, there's a, it's a three, yeah, three part book. So there's the first part's before the mission. And it's like discovering your why for going. The second part is like serving the mission and how to kind of keep that fire under you. 
And the third part is after the mission, kind of rekindling your why or your purpose in life. Because I feel like a lot of missionaries do not not missionaries, but people after they get back from their mission, they they suffer from like oh, I I'm I don't have a, like my missionary purpose. I'm reciting that almost every day as a missionary, yeah. and I get back and I don't have that. And so, um, just I'm I'm just yeah finished writing that, and um, we're getting ready to send it off to Deseret Book. Um, but in the meantime, we're going to be self publishing. So those that are listening, definitely uh, stick around for that. Follow us on Instagram to uh, to look at and see the updates. Yes, that is so incredible. Congratulations. Thanks. Yeah, it's a it's pretty exciting. But um, but Taylor, yeah, let's. So in terms of advice, like for those that are still on the fence, not quite sure if they want to serve, um, you know, being where you are now, knowing what you know, and having had the experiences you've had, what advice would you give them? Honestly, just go. <laughs> I was talking to my brother about this because I asked him, what advice do you have for me? Um, While I was trying to decide to go and I was living in a different country, calling him on his P days. And he always just said, just go like, you'll, you'll regret it. If you don't, you'll never know the wonderful blessings that you can receive for yourself, but you're not just going for yourself because you're blessing so many other people and you're blessing your family and your friends and anyone who knows you, you're giving them blessings as well. And I also, like to remember that it's the place. I mean, it's the people, not the place. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, yeah. Um, very, very big because a lot of times people get so caught up in wanting to go on a mission and wanting to go live somewhere else for two years or for 18 months. But mm-hmm. you have to remember that you're assigned somewhere where these people need to hear you. And if you decide not to go, then these wonderful people can't have the opportunity to know the knowledge that you do and they won't be able to hear the beautiful words that come out of your mouth and your truth and your testimony and so it's these people that you're going out for and that is one thing that I would just really like to put into people's heads is that it's for the people and for yourself for growing as well instead of just choosing not to go <laughs> yeah yeah and there there is a big stigma I feel like in in some you know some areas of the world where it's like oh it's it's all about you know you, you need to go somewhere foreign you need to go somewhere that's like you know, a vacation spot, but quite frankly, like, I don't know why you'd want to go anywhere. That's a vacation spot on the mission, because it's not like you can go to the beach or anything. Like, you know, you can't go swimming. Like there's like, exactly. you're you're there to serve. I mean, it's just going to be teasing you if you go to like Hawaii or something where, you know, you can't, you can't go hit the waves. It's It's like even more of a trial for you than, than anything else. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's definitely fun things you can do on the mission, but it's just different. It's different fun things. It's more fulfilling things. It's feeling joy instead of just a quick glimpse of happiness. Definitely. Definitely. Well, Taylor, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, sharing your story, sharing your advice. Um, definitely can feel that you're going to be a, a powerful missionary. Um, so you. keep up, keep up the good work and uh, continue to do your best to, uh, to learn how to hear him. And God will definitely use you and uh, speak through you. Thank you very much. So thanks again. Have a great mission. Thank you. Bye-bye. If you or someone you know is preparing for or currently serving a mission, check out the Called to Serve Mission Journals using the description below. They are specific to each mission and are based on the state or national flag. They've got a nice clean look. And Elder Richard G. Scott once said, quote, Write down in a secure place the important things you learn from the Spirit. You will find that as you write down precious impressions, 
Often, more will come. Also, the knowledge you gain will be available throughout your life. Close quote. The official Call to Serve mission journals are now live and available for purchase. We now have all the Australia, Mexico, and most of the United States missions live, available now. If you have trouble finding the mission you're looking for, please send us an email at calledtoservepodcast at gmail.com. Tap the link in the description below to pick up your journal today.